Good Monday morning, the Monday after Super Bowl. We're out here wiping off the tears from the Eagles suffering a loss last night. But hey, we're going to talk commercials. Toyota changing its tune and Hyundai giving options for EVs. Every once in a while, you just like, you nail the cut and you just have to smile about it, you know? There's no better feeling. There's no better feeling. So, nailed the cut this morning. Cirilla, did you watch the game last night? I watched the game first. Uh, may I say, the first time I've officially watched the entirety of a Super Bowl. Really? Yes, and that is because I have Central? never anticipated. Central time. There you go. Never anticipated that uh, I would have children so deeply involved in sports that they would be like, Dad, you're watching this deal. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's that's yeah. a that's an added value. My kids are like... By like the second quarter, my son was whipping around in the bonus room. Like he had, it was like Batman had a cape and was hitting everyone in the head. And it's okay, we'll get over it. I watched it from a different angle, though. I gotta say, I was like, yeah. dang. Throughout the game, my wife finally was like, "You need to shut up about this." But I was not in. Okay, great. Two best teams in the league. This is fantastic. I'm like, these parents had two sons right playing in the like. All the early morning practices and tournament weekends and, 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 and now they rich. I was like, I couldn't get over that piece. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My, my wife was like, I think there's, I think there's brothers out there. I'm like, I know it's wild. And I mean, the game itself, if you're a sports fan, the game itself was really good up until the last two minutes, <laughs> uh, just because like, I think it was a, a, a terrible way to end a game, but, um, Hey, that the actual game was extremely exciting. But speaking of the game, we'll get right into it because everybody knows every news source, media outlet, article, Instagram, uh, Twitter feed, uh, Reddit, subreddit, everything in the planet is talking about the commercials, whether they are good or bad. The overall grading, individual commercials. Give me, before we get in, because we we know we got to talk auto commercials, before we get in, overall grade from you for the commercial set last night. Uh, like a letter grade? It doesn't matter. You can go zero through so 10. You can go letter. It's like a C plus. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I would put them C plus. Yeah. Right? There's no Darth Vader little kid commercial, like epic level happening. Yeah. You know? you know, speaking of little kids, it was interesting to see E-Trade come back in. It's, I think they've been off the off the Super Bowl kind of thing for a couple of years, but bringing back in the little e, the, the kids and the business suits mm-hmm. and all that, that was kind of fun. But other than that, it was a, it was a little rough. Uh, there were a ton of Super Bowl commercials uh, talking about the EV landscape and all the manufacturers that are pressing into that. So we're going to run down just a few of them. Uh, we'll probably do some reaction videos later for you on YouTube or on the socials if you want to check those out. Um, let's say, let's start with this one. The Jeep EVs doing the electric boogie, whole bunch of animals doing the boogie, EVs going all over the place, plug-in hybrids uh, from the Jeep perspective. And then they find a charger at the top of a mountain trail, which uh, to my friend Micah Burkholz last night, he texted me, he goes, uh, can't wait to find that at the top of a mountain trail. Uh, so uh, I'm, you're going to be the grader this this morning. We're going to go We're gonna go one okay. by one. Normally I'm the color commentator. You've got to be the color commentator. GPV, electric boogie, give us a grade. C. C. Why a C? you got to give it the Y. 
Um, I just because I mean, you know, I feel like they all tried to play th like they tried to be big and bold, but they all tried just playing it safe. So I, I you're, you might not be surprised with my letter grade. And <laughs> he's like, C, C plus, C, C yeah. minus, C. All yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, so GM, we talked a little bit about this last week uh, because they came out with the commercial early, but they told their marketing story through the Netflix partnership with Will Ferrell. Uh, my, my, my daughter was sitting there. She goes, is that the guy from Elf? Right. Like that was the, that was the through line for her. Uh, but uh, let's give it a grade. B. I agree. That, OK. OK. That, I, I think like that. That was on. That's probably the best one. Really? See, I, I think so. My, my only problem with that one is like and, and I, I love any time where you tell everyone what you're going to do in marketing. Like you just right. kind of like put it plainly. So, right. hey, we're going to be marketing to you through all of the Netflix content that you right. watch was was the play for me the actual commercial it, it was a little bit lackluster I, the way my wife said it and the way i say it is every moment every new scene i wanted to just laugh a lot but i right. couldn't get past the just like general smile you know um yes so there was no moment there was no like ah, oh, got him you know it's like they were like hey will how much for your best comedic acting and he was like five hundred thousand dollars a minute Right. And they were like, how much for like your B level? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like everybody's like conscious of their spend. It's business. like if he could have written the commercial, it might have been better. Most likely. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Kia marries Binky Dad and the Rocky theme. And uh, and the and the punchline at the end, I think, was the best part of this commercial. When he gets there back with the Binky and the baby spits it out. And Mama says, yo, he likes the blue one instead. But yeah. it's kind of a fun C little C plus C yeah. plus for the emotional desiring to go down the emotional route with something everyone can relate to. Well, lots of everyone. Yeah, I think it, it tried to pull at the heartstrings was the goal of the commercial, but it didn't really accomplish that level. You know, you kind of the end the the where he comes and holds up the binky at the end and everyone cheers. You're like, that could have been a moment, but it just. It a little bit fell flat, so I agree with the C plus. Now, I you if if you're staying in that range, you and I may disagree with on this one on the last one. Okay. But Stellantis really, really uh, pushed the boundaries a wee bit. There was uh, there was some mixed reactions on the news while I was running this morning with their Ram commercial uh, for premature electrification. Uh, yeah, really going and uh, and 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 toying with the PC line just a little bit, uh, having a little bit of poking fun at some some medical commercials and uh, th there was there was a lot of hilarity all across the internet on the on the threads this morning on that one. Yeah, well, you know, okay, from a B. Okay, good. <laughs> B and and but I do have the marketing reasons for it, right? Like yes. we all know that the the reason for it is because they're trying to like bring a whole new level of sophisticated understanding around EVs and i think that people still need some of that baseline education like yep how long is it going to last in a winter storm so so i get where they're going with it they're really trying to bring ev conversation to the forefront for the mass but you know and and then having some we all know like any marketing that has any measure of emotional response is going to 
stick with us longer. So I get where they were going there. Yep. B. I, I give it a B. Well, and I think for me, the, the, the reason why I agree with the B, I thought you were going to go with the C. The reason why I agree with the B is that there was a large swath of the population that could be alienated by a commercial like that. So you run the risk in a Super Bowl level commercial of alienating a good percentage of your target market, uh, you know, your, your target audience. And, uh, but like you said, I'm, I'm going to give, you know, kind of pros and cons here, but the remembrance of the commercial is clearly there. People will clearly remember and talk about that one a lot. So all good, you know, all good, uh, PR, all PR is good PR in, in a way. Uh, but also at the end, like you said, it didn't really say much about the brand, right? There, it, it was just an attachment to something, uh, to, right. to an idea. There wasn't, there was no through line. Like, why would I, buy this why would i engage with the ram brand other than they're just funny right it didn't right. say much about the car or what the capacity was or why it might solve for this uh you know false uh you know false diagnosis um right. so it's it's a it, it, i i just i think we can tell stories and still be funny or emotional or anything like that so well and you know i mean the thing is too I'm sure the marketing meeting went like this. Nobody's going to judge us. We're showing this to a billion people whose <laughs> fingers smell like hot dog grease and queso. <laughs> That's <Totally>. great. <laughs> yeah. Like at They're the end of the day, them. guys, <laughs> lick your fingers you off and Elon keep rolling. Musk slamming a hot dog. You know, it's like. <laughs> We know who we're talking to. There we go. We know who we're talking to. All right, keep it rolling. Uh, we're staying in EVs today and just some interesting stories along threads that we've been following for quite some time. So shortly after changing command, the new Toyota boss has promised an accelerated EV future for the automaker. Uh, Sato, the new uh, uh, man in charge, it said that the accelerated EV rollout would center around a next generation platform, which is expected to arrive around 2026. This this is a little bit of a shift, and I think a major reason for the change in command, but a shift from Toyo does a uh, very resolute and measured approach to EVs, citing uh, diversified powertrain. However, Sato did confirm that they are going to continue with a diversified uh, set of powertrains, saying that hybrids, plug-in hybrids, hydrogen, and all electric battery electric vehicles would be a part of their plans moving forward, but definitely a change in tune from even the fall for the automaker. Yeah, I think, I think it's actually a smart move on their part. And, you know, I think they early on tried to stand out and be like, Oh, we're investing heavily in hydrogen and we're just going to kind of sit back and, and see what happens here. But I mean, you, you got to get with it. This is the direction everybody's going. Um, and I think, you know, Toyota with its brand recognition and with its, you know, um, broad understanding of their reliability and the fact that they build something that's made to last and all these sorts of things, they can't help but get into that game. So it's, it's, I think it's a, it's not a departure. It's a good evolution for them. Yeah, it is a good evolution. They're probably going to, you know, if anyone says evolution, they're going to highlight the two letters EV, but they did state that it is going to come out with the Lexus brand first, knowing that that's going to be a, uh, a quicker push to EV and, um, some of the interesting comments were just around the fact that they're really taking a, taking a look at their whole manufacturing process, taking a look at the platform and the way that the, the battery 
lives inside the vehicle and the way it's platformed as well as the the battery manufacturing process because they see this as a, an opportunity for evolution in the entire supply chain not just um, not just making a, t- a different car they cited aerodynamics as a big press for them uh, so I think you know I said this I think a few weeks ago I think as Toyota does this they're gonna kind of be the Apple of um, you know this is this is me saying this 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 could be kind of the Apple moment where back when uh, back when the iPhone came out you know we all thought Blackberry was going to be the thing we all you know Samsung flip phones were the thing and then Apple came kind of behind the scene on the smartphone side of things and and entered with the thing that has now changed a whole generation of phones um, and, and I think Toyota is probably going to make moves in a similar direction. Yeah, and I think, you know, if they play their cards right, they could be the counter to the premature electrification by just saying electrification that lasts. Oh, is there I'll like a button somewhere I'll in there? Is it? <laughs> well, we got to stop that one. Oh, Hyundai has also launched a new month-long subscription service to try a, to try out an EV with registration and insurance included. Their new program called Evolve Plus lets owners test drive for uh, 28 days as a minimum and up to three months in a monthly plan that includes their registration, their insurance. For the Ionic 5, it's an $899 uh, pro- Price per month plus, and you can add a couple add-ons there. The Kona EV is six ninety nine, and you get a thousand miles a month allowed. Uh, so this is—it's uh, a really new thing. You brought this up and and, uh, and 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 saw this in the news. But what do you think about this for consumers, for dealers, the OEM, how how it might play into the overall EV landscape? The first thought was like, dang, that's expensive. And then if you look at the average lease and financing, uh, you know monthly that people are paying they're paying well more than that in some instances i know people that are paying twelve hundred dollars a month for you know a ford truck and and things of that nature and so i think coming in at that 699 they were probably thinking hey well for that price we can get people to to play around with this not have any major commitment stop it whenever they want and drive a brand new vehicle and so i think interesting i think as more people enter that game or as more companies enter that game as well we'll see probably a softening of those prices yep um but i think here we are we were just talking about this on our friday episode this whole concept of beta testing a vehicle and and sure enough here we are with a similar uh model as a lot of SaaS, you know software as a service companies that are saying hey 14 day free trial 28 day free trial 90 day free trial i mean who knows they I, I just think it's really smart as a test bed to see how market will react. And to me, I always love running tests like that. So. Yeah, yeah. My my question is, is you don't, you know, you're not going to, oh, excuse me. You're not going to get, <laughs> that might have been a first. <laughs> Swallowed your tongue. <laughs> Swallowed my tongue. Um, the, the, the interesting thing to me is you're probably not going to install a charger at your house for the potential of not having this car in a month if it doesn't go well. So it's, you know, it's a test, but it's not like a test. Like if you were going to drive, you know, an internal combustion engine vehicle for a month and go, do I like this or not? Because your habits don't change. But there's definitely necessity for some habit change or to already have charging stations along your path in the way. Um, so that's a big question for me. I do love it because 
it it allows customers to experience something without having to go rent a vehicle. I've known a few people that have gone and just gone to Enterprise or gone to Hertz and rented a, a, a Tesla or another EV just to see whether or not they like the drive in the field longer than that, you know, test drive four right corners and back to the dealership. So it definitely extends that, but I think there's still some questions to be answered along the way. One of those questions is uh, dealers starting to raise their hand and say, hey, how does this affect us? And is this the first path to direct to consumer sales? To which my argument is, hey, they still have to pick it up at the dealership. So what are we doing as dealers to create an overwhelmingly great experience when someone picks up their subscription service so that they are committed to that dealership? So I would say that Hyundai did everybody a favor not dropping these things off in driveways. Yeah, look at the adoption rate too. Go, going back to the software as a service model, look at the adoption rate. Any they We have enough data now at this point to know there's a large percentage of people who end up buying the software and probably even upgrading the software package yep. when they have that free trial to play around with it. And I, and I would almost suspect that they're going to do the same thing here. Like, hey, you're going to rent it for a month. We're going to send you home with a technician and someone to install the free charging port just so you have it in your like there, I could just see a whole variety of things. And you're right. I mean, then what's the process going to be internally that we delight them through that 28 day process so that by day 15, they've already decided they want it because they've been driving it. They've yeah, like send it, send an, seat, send like, a little video, send a send an education thing, send a thanks mm -hmm. for picking up, a little bit about your service department, how you can serve them in the future. All of right. those little micro moments through that 28 day period, massive opportunity for dealers. Uh, hey, that's all we have time for today. There is always massive opportunity for dealers. We've learned that over the last couple of years, and we'll continue to. Hey, I think uh, I think there's something to do with when the Super Bowl hits. In the selling season begins so let's get that selling season started now